Hey listeners, you're listening to the Florida Woman Podcast. Your hosts are going to be in Florida in a couple of days. And that's so exciting because we're going to take our brand new baby, we're going to walk around, we're going to go to the beach, we're going to take a look at the ocean, we're going to catch some rays. Oh, and we're going at the end of the third week of the nation's longest, most brutal, hottest heat wave in the history of the entire country with uh, temperatures topping out at 105 degrees next week. I do predict a lot of mall walking for us, which is a pretty Florida pastime if I do say so myself. I would say so too. We need a lot to buy. Of old people do that. You know, uh-huh. they can't get overheated. They'll die. They'll fucking die. They're very and sensitive. Honestly, we would probably fucking die if we spent too much time outside in this heat wave. No, I don't. I'm I'm so strong. You you're I'm so strong. You're too strong. Heat. Yeah, well, no. You're from Florida. I'm yeah. not from there. And neither is she, frankly. Right. We are getting our baby baptized, which is controversial. <laughs> I made a deal with my mother. My mother said, "Listen, Either you get married in a church or you baptize your child. These are my demands. You do get to choose. And I chose the latter. So we're going to do that. And if you say hail Satan, Nathan, I will have to <laughs> pretend to be so mad at you in front of her. It would be very funny. It, it would be very satisfying. It would You me, can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm the, I, honestly, the fight is more on your side, Kelsey. And to me, it's just a sprinkle of water. Who it is cares? a sprinkle of water to me, too. I think what it is for me is I'm embarrassed for you. Because I grew up around this shit. It doesn't bug me at all. I don't believe in it. So it's no big deal that yeah. she gets sprinkled by some guy in a robe. I don't right. care. Well, same she doesn't here. care. She doesn't have a memory. She's not going to know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like we're going to bring her to church growing up. No, She's exactly. Gonna, she, she will have been splashed once. Yeah. I don't know. I, listen, I, I think church is weird and creepy. I think Christianity's odd and it rubs me the wrong way. But... At the end of the day, this is other people's shit. This is your mom's yeah, little idea fun of a good thing, thing to do. She wants to do yeah, her little exactly. hobby. What's, so why would I be mad at that? You well, know? here's one thing to be mad at. Who does it hurt? In Lutheran baptism, you don't get to pick a baptism name, and I always thought that was cool that the Catholics did that. A baptism name? Yeah, you like get What's that? you get a new name, like you get a Christian name. Like what? You, yeah, like you. Like pick, what's an example? I think it has to be like a saint or some sort of biblical name, but like no way you get to pick like a new name and that's like your christening name. That's your baptism name. Do people then just you, do they use that name afterwards? Not really. So what's, the, <laughs> what's the point then? What's the point in any of it? I don't know. It's don't pageantry. Know. It seems fun. I was going to ask, is that why all the like Italians in New York are named like Michael Anthony? I, I actually think that is some, some people do tack it on. Interesting. Yeah. So then, that's why that's why certain Italians have like have five long names. names. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. That's interesting. And now I'm remembering that like a lot of Hispanic people have like seven names too. Yeah, I think they're doing it too. That's the naming convention, huh? Mm-hmm. So we should pick out a name for her. They don't do it at the church that my mom goes to. They don't. They don't do it. She can't be Agnes Teresa. <laughs> what are some other saints? Um, Lady saints. Come on, Mary. Oh, shit. Uh, um, our Lady of Guadalupe. Oh, uh, Joan. Joan. Joan is good. Alvar. Joan is good too. Yeah, I like Our Lady of Guadalupe for her. <laughs> that's right. what I'm gonna start calling her after the <laughs> baptism. That's what she's gonna be. Aww. But I mean, that will be a nice break from the heat outside, which, by the way, is killing people in scores in Florida killing right now. Killing people. 
Yeah, fucking old people, as you were saying oh, earlier, yeah. old people are dropping like flies because of this three-week-long heat wave. Although, I will say, some relief is expected at the end of the week because part of the reason why the heat wave has been so intense is that there's been sand from the Sahara that's blown by cross-continental winds that's been hovering over the, the state of Florida and the southeast and the Gulf region in general, and it's keeping the typical like afternoon rainstorms that w- can have a cooling effect on the state of Florida from happening. So it's wow. been not just a heat wave, but also a drought in, ironically, one of the wettest places you could possibly be on the planet. Did you ever predict in your life, go back a few years, go back yeah. to that mindset, did uh-huh. you ever predict that you would be saying things like, so sand from the Sahara is blowing all the way to Florida, yeah. causing a lack of afternoon thunder showers, well, I c- or like a monstrous blob of seaweed. Or wildfires in the northern provinces of Canada are making it so people in Illinois can't breathe and everything's foggy down here. You know, I mean, I always was kind of aware of climate change. Like, I was aware of it, like, a long time ago. Like, I was a weird, neurotic little kid and I was paranoid about everything, um, especially natural disasters. So when I learned about global warming, I was like, oh, fuck. But the way I always kind of conceived of it was just one day I'd wake up and everything would be underwater. You know, like mm. that that Kevin Kevin Costner movie, Waterworld. Mm. I just imagine that one day you'd wake up and like there's a fucking tidal wave would smash everything. I did not quite realize the increasingly banal uh, but troublesome ways that it would start piling on. You know, as it kept going. Sidebar: the blob is gone. The blob shrank and went away, and there's no blob anymore. It was supposed to cover like the entire state of Florida. Turns out it got, okay, my hypothesis is that it got so fucking hot that all the algae died, (laughs) which is one of the things that I was going to say, like, in regards to this heat wave that has been crushing people from fucking Arizona to California to Mississippi to our home, Florida, um, it actually has heated up the ocean water so much off the tip of Florida and in the Florida Keys especially, um, that there is a near 100% coral bleach rate. No. In some of the most important coral reefs in the Gulf of Mexico. Shit. Yeah, shit sucks. We're fucked. You know, what do we want to say? And that's one... Okay, so one thing I wanted to talk about on this episode was that in Florida, um, and this has been happening... It started a long time ago, but it's been increasing to the point that it can't be ignored anymore... Um, insurance companies are backing out in droves. They won't insure your home anymore if you live in the state of Florida. Why? Because of the thing that I said going all the way back to the first fucking episode, it's a long, skinny peninsula that's surrounded by ocean on all sides. Hurricanes are getting increasingly strong because of climate change. And they predict that in 25 years, the fucking state of Florida will be completely underwater. So insurance companies now, and by the way, this also goes to uh, goes to prove something that I've often thought, which is that insurance is a fucking scam in the first place. Like, okay, so we're gonna found a company, and we're we're gonna say, okay, we're gonna leverage ourselves so that if something ever happens to your house, like a fire or like an explosion or something like that, 
we'll cover it. We'll help you with the costs. Um, but then when it does happen, they Find scramble. Find some way to wriggle out of it. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. go. They are beside themselves trying to prove why they shouldn't pay for it. And so that that's the thing. Like the the point here is that building a home in Florida is now so risky that you can't even get home insurance on it. Wow. You know what I mean? Your house won't be insured. Or if it is insured, the policy is like 50% higher than the rest Oof. of the country right now. And they just keep backing out in droves and droves and there's but more and more things that won't be insured. But houses in Florida and buying That's what I'm saying. And go, moving there. It's crazy. It is crazy. Now listen, you may have been a neurotic child having nightmares about climate change. Yeah. But I didn't have climate change as, as, as a child. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't have that. <laughs> what did you have instead? Mm, maybe Armageddon, I guess. Yeah, you had Christian Christian apocalypse instead Going of real to apocalypse. Hell, quote unquote. But yeah. you know, we just didn't do that. We just didn't do climate change. It just it just was not um part of Spoken the lifestyle. About. Right. I um you guys didn't even make fun of people who did believe in climate change? Um, not particularly, except for my mom, when she would hear someone talk about climate change, she'd be like, yes, and this is good for me because we'll have waterfront property in 25 years. <laughs> That's the old joke. If you buy a, a, a house like a mile away from the ocean, then in 20 years, you're going to have oceanfront property. Yeah, that's that's the Margaritaville way of looking at it, you know? That is the Margaritaville way of looking at it. What's That's actually not what's going to happen, though. What's going to happen is you're going to have... I mean, maybe it'll be oceanfront property, but you're not going to be on the beach. You're just going to have, like, a couple miles of 20-foot deep water with people's houses sticking up out of it in front of you. You're being such <laughs> a, a bummer. a bunch of dead fish. I'm being a... I'm, I don't know. You might call it a bummer, but it, it, it is what it is. I'll, I'll still have a nice time in Florida, even if um, all the coral reefs are dead or whatever. <laughs> we'll just spend more time indoors. That's cool. You know what else is dead? What? All right. This is breaking news, you guys. This is this is news from hours ago. Human rel- Edit that, please. Human remains found in three separate suitcases in Florida, police say. In three separate suitcases. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm having a hard time understanding. What's the thought process behind that? If if he only had suitcases that were kind of small and maybe the person didn't fit, like maybe maybe he didn't have a big suitcase, so he was like, "Well, I'll dismember them." And yeah. then, you know, because you think you can fit more in that case, right? Yeah. Instead of like folding a body awkwardly, you can kind of <laughs> stack limbs and things. Uh-huh. But then it still didn't fit. So then he had to, oh, shit, I have to get another one. Oh, shit, it actually fills up three of my small suitcases and I, I'll dump all of them. That could be one thought process, right? Right, yeah. It could be one tr- train of thought, so to speak. Yeah. But then I'm thinking maybe it it's like someone going, well, I'll scramble the remains so that there's like a femur here and like an ear here. <laughs> and then they'll never be able to tell. Even if one of these washes up, they don't have the full body, so they won't be able to tell. But I think they can nowadays. Yeah. I mean, like this person would have had to have never watched an episode of like CSI or something like that well, or just, even yeah, heard I'm of like I'm just wondering like why evidence. the three suitcases, you know? Like, Here's what I don't get. Like why suitcases at all? Like suitcases, like 
the implication there is that you're going to want to open it up and see what's inside. Right, yeah. You know, if you're going to, like, get rid of a body, shouldn't you just, like, you should hide it in something that nobody will ever open. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking of, like, the classic, like, oil drum, like, for mm. from the mafia, right? Or, like, I don't know. Just why, why not just send them down to the bottom of the, like, weigh them very heavily? Why not just put a sign on it that says, do not open this? Yeah, don't open me. And then for sure no one will open it. No, I just mean, why not Why not steer clear of containers at all? Why not no, just, like, know, yeah. dump that fucking thing in the deepest water you can find? Yeah. But so, like, where were these suitcases? They at the fucking airport? Like, where did <laughs> where did they find this lady chopped up into three pieces? Um, in in the water. In, in the in the water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Delray suitcases Beach. don't seem like they're gonna sink, do they? I know. I feel like you would have to put weights on them. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Listen. This guy is an amateur murderer. I think. I think so too. Um, they can tell already that the remains are of a quote white or Hispanic middle aged woman. With brown hair and approximately five foot four inches tall. Uh oh. I don't know. If you know someone like that, call them right away. That's terrible. <laughs> Make sure they're alive. Yeah, um, or if you know somebody who bought three suitcases recently. <laughs> yeah, you but know? some dock hand found them um, off of Delray Beach, so that's happening right Where's now. Where's Delray Beach? Have you been there? It's like in between um, Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach on the South Atlantic side of Florida. The South Atlantic side of Florida. Okay. So like a like a nice area, you think? Um, or like a little yeah. sketchy? N- um, Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. The, a place no one would look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking. I'm so sorry for that five foot four Hispanic or white woman who got chopped up into three pieces. Um, do you have any more Florida women? I do. So Go for it. I want to talk about this particular woman. Um, so dash cam video shows woman with pitchfork whip before arrest outside Florida Publix. Nice. Yeah. Was yeah. she wearing like thigh high, uh, thigh high, like ripped up stockings and like leather boots and shit? Yes, sir. She was. She was a dominatrix. Yes, sir. Let's get into um, it. The Florida Highway Patrol released dash cam video of a woman who was accused of waving a pitchfork and a black whip in front of a public store in Lake County on July 20th. The video shows an FHP patrol car pull up to the front of the store where Lisa Ann Sloan, 56, is walking around in the rain with a pitchfork and a whip. Yes, very, very cool. You can Lisa see the woman. Huh? I know. You can see the woman stand in front of the trooper's car, raise the items into the air before walking towards the store's entrance. A trooper can be seen in the video exiting his vehicle and walking toward the woman before he brings her to the back of the vehicle, handcuffs her, and places her inside. Ooh, she might have liked that. Oh yeah. So what she was doing beforehand? Yeah. So just to. Let's let's like let's arrange the Legos here. Okay? I mean, it sounds like a dom just looking for a sub. You know what I mean? Well, she went to Publix to get a sub. Aw, cute. <laughs> no, she was trying to sell teddy bears behind the store. Oh yeah. She like was trying to sell teddy bears in the back alley, like the service entrance to, to Publix. Who? I it's unclear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unclear. I mean, I know the like who's coming out of the servants entrance at Publix? Like, the servants entrance? The service entrance. <laughs> not, okay. I don't think the people who work at Publix are servants. No, the I was going to say the teenagers who work there, I mean, they might be bringing a fucking like trash sack out to the dumpster, but like it just seems like a really inopportune place to be selling teddy bears. 
Well, I agree. And it's the wrong demographic. So we know most, you know, most of the employees at Publix, at least the ones I usually go to, are teens. Yeah. And I feel like that is the exact wrong demographic for teddy bears. I agree. For I instance, think you're looking like 10 years younger than that. Yeah. You, well, you got to go younger uh-huh. or you can go older because there's right. a sort of nostalgic factor. There's a sort of sure. like when you're a teen, you're doing everything in your power not to be a baby. You're True. like, oh, I'm too cool for that, you mm-hmm. know. But then you you hit your maybe... I don't know, upper 20s into mm-hmm. your 30s and 40s. And you're like, oh, for instance, I sleep with a stuffed animal. Yeah. But I didn't start doing that. You know, it was childhood and then a long drought. And then I started sleeping with a teddy bear again, you know, a few years ago. <laughs> it's, it's true. And I love it. And I wouldn't go back. <laughs> so she's got the wrong... She's got the wrong target market. She, she's in the wrong demographic here. We God only knows what was going through her head. You do make a good point, but uh, I could imagine a hot bitch in leather with a whip uh, being a very interesting thing for a teenager to see in the back alley behind their mm, workplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. that would entice them into buying a teddy bear. Yeah. But anyway, I think we can agree that her, her business strategy was lacking somewhat. Sure. So Okay, so what happens then? They tell her to fuck off, get out of the alley? Well, see, no one actually tattled on her for selling unauthorized teddy merch okay. behind the Publix. Okay. What someone did call the cops over was she used her pitchfork to stab at a minivan that was passing by. Damn, I don't think this woman understands uh, what the capabilities of a pitchfork are. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Stab at a minivan that was going by? Yeah. Also, it's funny that that's where you draw the line. Like, if you're out there, if you're out there dressed all sexy selling teddy bears with a whip, <laughs> that's fine. But if you can't be using your pitchfork to stab minivans, not my property. That's where we draw the line. I here. think so. Yeah. Um, also, she appeared to be highly intoxicated on a stimulant. Ah, uh, okay. That might explain some of her business decisions. Sure. Yeah. And um, she was asked about a bunch of cuts and bruises. And she said, quote, she felt no pain no more and that God was in control. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So Typically, God isn't associated with pitchforks and whips, though. Well, the other guy is. The other. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Lucifer. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy. Lu- um, yeah, so that's the story of Lisa Ann, right? Lisa Ann? Yeah, Lisa Ann Sloan. Beautiful. I mean, what a... Oh, wow. And she's got the typical meth face. You're showing me her mugshot now. She's just strung out with taut, tight, tight leather skin and weird stringy hair and a f- sort of vacant smile and a bunch of pock marks on her face. Yeah. Hate to say it, Lisa. You know what's funny? You've seen better days. (laughs) This is such girl shit. We had those meth posters in our school nurse's office. Uh Uh-huh. Not even once. Yeah, not even once. That that ad campaign. Mm -hmm. And they showed like a normal looking girl who had maybe aged two years or something, but she looked like a completely different person. I remember this. And she had like hella wrinkles and pockmarks. And honestly, that was it for me, you know? She looked... That's Good? some girl shit. No, I'm saying uh, the way like, you were nodding made it sound like she so did it for you. There's something so horrifying. No, like I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, you, you take this and you get ugly. Like yeah. I'm steering clear. <laughs> that's I'm all they need. Steering clear. To that's all they needed yeah, to show fair. a bunch of girls. That's totally fair. Yeah, I remember that campaign. It was called Faces of Meth. Oof. You forget. I grew up in a, an area of the country where they do a lot of meth too. Yeah. It's rural places. Rural places do stims. 
Uh, urban places do uh, downers. That's what that I makes feel. sense because yeah. rural places are boring. So you need to stimulate. Yeah, you need to really get fucking hyped up. Like, urban areas are overwhelming at times. And yeah, you need so you to really take those turn downers. off. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. A woman looked like Dickie Betts. That's who she looked. I don't like. know who that is. Uh, he was a guitarist for the Almond Brothers band. They're from Florida. Yes, I think he was also a heroin addict. Oh, cool. Um, okay, so here's one. Dickie Betts is from Florida, but the Almond Brothers, I think, are from um, Alabama. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like Muscle Shoals. Anyway, anyway, that's neither here nor there. I have a Florida man for you. Florida man shows off a gun at a bar and accidentally shoots himself. Okay, yeah. This is a cautionary tale for all of our listeners. A man apparently shot himself by accident while showing Florida bar customers his gun on Thursday night. The man can be seen on surveillance video showing his gun to customers at O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern in Pensacola. Now, guys, listen. I understand um, if you live in the southern areas of the United States, you might just be a gun. You might come by gun enthusiasm naturally. But if you find yourself in a position where somebody pulls out a gun to show you at a fucking bar, what well, you should probably remove yourself from that situation as soon as possible because shit like this happens. The man can be seen on surveillance video showing his gun to customers at O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern in Pensacola before making a quick motion as if putting it into a pretend holster below his shoulder. And when he did, the gun discharged and a bullet struck the man's torso, according to the Pensacola News Journal. Imagine, like, how big of a fucking turd you'd feel like <laughs> if you just were, like, you felt you, you were the coolest dude in the room. Two seconds before you accidentally shot yourself, and now you're bleeding out on the barroom floor. Thank God he shot himself. Can you imagine what kind of a world of trouble he would be in if he accidentally shot someone else in the torso? He would be in a world of hurt, that's for sure. But I'm telling you that like a dude like this probably doesn't give a fuck about anybody else's safety to begin with. You know what I mean? True. I think the most fitting thing that could happen is for him to shoot himself. Um, okay, I have another one. Judge sentences a Florida man to 18 years in prison for attempting to provide material support to ISIS. Ooh. Mohammed Mumtaz al-Azari of Tampa, Florida, Pinellas Tampa. County, was sentenced to 18 years in federal prison followed, uh, followed by a lifetime of supervised release for attempting to provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. I'm sorry, a lifetime? A lifetime of being followed release? around by people. Wow. Checking to make sure... Checking all your mail. Oh, yeah. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, checking all of your bank account statements for the rest of your fucking life. Um, how about the Tampa area showing support for terrorist organizations? Do you Time remember that guy? We had a whole episode about this, listeners. There was a guy on 9-11. He was one of the dudes in the planes who was just a Tampa guy. And he or a Sarasota guy, but that's a greater Tampa area anyway. Yeah. And he was a guy who like arranged for all of the fucking terrorist pilots to come down and train on the airstrips outside of Sarasota. Yeah, it's it's gruesome stuff. They also have a rap song. So go listen to that. You can find it. You can at least find a transcription I found on the internet. I think they might have done the fucking FBI or the NSA might have tried their best to wipe whatever recordings there are off of the internet, but I have found at least a trans, uh, transcription of it. And we detail that on our podcast episode. Which I believe was entitled Florida Did 9-11. <laughs> um, okay, I have another one for you. 
Florida man tried to enter Patrick Space Force base. Do you remember the Space Force? Donald Trump created the Space Force. I don't remember anything about this. You don't remember this? No, I'm shook right now. What are you talking about? The Space Force. It's the newest branch of the United States military. It's it's super. I'm serious, and it's like uh, okay. So there's a Space Force base called Patrick Space Force Base in where else but Cape Canaveral, Florida. So, the, okay, so let me read this article to you. Um, an Ocala man on a mission to, quote, tell the government that U.S. aliens were fighting Chinese dragons uh, was arrested on Friday after he attempted to enter Patrick Space Force Base in a stolen pickup truck, according to Brevard Sheriff's officials. <laughs> according to a Brevard County Sheriff's Office probable cause affidavit, the 29-year-old man stole a Ford F-150 last Tuesday because the President of the United States told him in his head he needed to take the vehicle. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy because you would imagine that this guy was a uh, a Trump guy, right? This sounds like a, yeah, sounds a, like a MAGA a, voter a, type QAnon, kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, but this happened during the Biden presidency. So presumably this guy had Joe Biden <laughs> was inside this guy's ear within licking distance. Oh, yeah, he man. loves to do that. He does, he does love to lick and kiss. Uh, people nibble, who are close to his face. Nibble toddlers on the shoulder. Joe Biden really was in, in this there. guy's head going like, you got to tell them about the dragons, man. Um, so he's he's in uh, he's in jail now. Well, I <laughs> respect him because, listen, there's a sort of a script for people who uh-huh. kind of are deranged. Yeah. There's a sort of, there are these pillars that they hit over and over again. Uh-huh. They're like tent poles, you know? Yeah. Like, the tinfoil hat, obviously. Um, uh, our our government is eating babies. That's That's been right, around forever. Right, that's yeah, one that's that a, uh, keeps getting repeated. That's you know? a big one, yeah. There's others. Like, I don't know. There's others. But listen, I've never heard of a deranged man talking about aliens versus Chinese dragons. The, Chine- the Chinese dragon yeah. element is unique to this man, and I applaud his originality. Well, you can kind of see where this is coming from, right? As, like, global tensions rise between us and the, the eastern uh, yeah. hemisphere, right? So, like, America versus China versus Russia, that whole, like, triangle of uh, global conflict that's going on right now. And especially... Um, I feel like people, especially on the conservative side, uh, are have like allied themselves with Russia a little more, and they really? fucking hate China. I think that I think that conservatives like think Russia is a little more okay, but China is like really fucking awful. Whereas the Dems think Russia mm. is like the worst ever, and that like we should try and get along with China. Or maybe they maybe the Dems just hate everybody. I don't know. F- uh, fucking uh, politics has gotten so goddamn hard to follow people. I, I have a baby. I don't have time for this shit. Um, but my, my mother's a conservative and she hates China, but she also hates Russia. Okay, well so, then maybe everybody fucking hates everybody. <laughs> but I guess what I was trying to say was like, you could see where this was sort of coming from, right? If you had a, if you had a guy who was like listening to the news all day who got schizophrenia um, and was interested in like the Space Force... You could you could sort of see in your mind how that he would come up with like okay the U.S. is the good guys and they have the aliens and China's the bad guys and they got the dragons and they're fighting in space and we got to tell the space force right now because Donald J Trump whispered it in my ear lovingly in the middle of the night last night while I was um, while I was on my third day awake in a row 
after smoking an entire pint of methamphetamines. I have something to tell you about uppers as well. You have something to tell me about uppers? Yes. Go ahead, babe. Shoot. Cocaine shark. Cocaine shark. Drug-addled cocaine sharks may be gobbling bales of narcotics dumped off Florida coast, study reveals. Jesus Christ. Experts have suspected that sharks off the coast of Florida are coming into contact with large amounts of cocaine that's getting dumped into the ocean. By whom? (laughs) Hauls of cocaine are said to be dropped in the ocean either to let smugglers collect them later or as an attempt for criminals to escape law enforcement. Oh, okay. Large batches of the drug have been known to wash up on Florida beaches. Marine biologist... Right, I, I'm sort of aware of that. Tom Hurd, who's better known by his YouTube nickname, The Blowfish. The Blowfish. Ew, I hate this guy already. <laughs> wanted to see whether sharks off the coast of Florida were consuming the substance, according to Live Science. He wow. made a documentary for Discovery's Shark Week called Cocaine Sharks. University of Florida environmental scientist Tracy Fanara also took part in the study. They went to the Florida Keys to investigate reports that sharks consume drugs there. (laughs) During a dive, they spotted a hammerhead shark and a sandbar shark that appeared to be behaving in an odd, aggressive manner. Wow. The experts also conducted an experiment in which they dropped packages that looked like bales of cocaine in the area Uh and observed sharks swimming straight to the packages and biting into them. Oh, damn. The sharks have a habit now. A ball of concentrated fish powder is also given to the sharks as a way to ethically observe how the sharks might react to cocaine. Heard reported that in the documentary, quote, we gave them what I think is the next best thing. It sets their brains aflame. It was crazy. (laughs) Holy shit. It's important to note that scientists don't know for sure whether the sharks are consuming the cocaine. Also, they also don't know what the true effects of the substance is on these marine creatures. Well, I mean, that's a good point. We have never like had a shark in like an aquarium and fed it cocaine. And I'm sure there's some sort of ethical problem with doing that, right? Like yeah, you could- I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But I, I love this this vein of scientific inquiry here. Well, right? not to keep harping on our podcast, but yeah. we also did an episode about um, John Lilly. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, he was a famous scientist that studied LSD. And right. He gave LSD to dolphins. See, that's so funny. That's that. That's like a one-to-one analogy. Like LSD is to dolphins as cocaine is to hammerhead sharks. It seems to fit their personalities. Right. I was also going to say, like, we noted on this podcast recently that New Smyrna Beach on the west coast of Florida, wait, no, west east coast of Florida, is the most dangerous and deadly beach in the country. And it's because of all the shark attacks that happen there. But maybe which, they're attacking more because they're agitated from all the cocaine they eat. That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe New Smyr- around New Smyrna Beach somewhere, there's some kind of drug operation that is dumping cocaine into the water and the sharks are just huffing it up and horking it and it's just getting a taste <laughs> for human <laughs> blood. Exactly. Um what, something that I was just thinking about as you were talking about this is that sharks have such an extremely strong sense of smell that they can smell a couple of droplets of blood in the water from like a half mile away. Jesus. So if somebody dumped like a ton of cocaine into the water, it seems to me that maybe it's 
going into the sharks' noses from like miles away. <gasps> and it's getting every shark from miles around as high as a kite. And then they start swimming towards the source of the cocaine. This is crazy. This is just like that movie Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Which was a, a piece of shit movie, but I've heard. All, I, so I also sad, heard man. they're making a um, a meth gator, meth gator movie, meth gator in the same vein That's as Cocaine Bear. That's bound to be set in Florida, don't you think? Oh yeah, no, it is. It has to be set in Florida. Yeah, we'll have to go see it. Cocaine Bear tragically was Ray Liotta's last movie ever. Wait, really? <laughs> that was his final appearance on the the silver screen, and he yeah. died because of too much chantix. Oh God. God, he had so much plastic surgery towards the end. It was so sad. I know. It was sad. He's a fucking fin- phenomenal actor, though. So good. I mean, all you need to do is one Goodfellas in your career, and that's that's just You're it set. for me. Yeah, me too. Wow. Uh, what a fucking situation. Only in fucking Florida, huh? Yeah. And it's because they're trying to smuggle cocaine from South America. Yeah, and like the Caribbean and, and stuff. And just finding new inventive ways to do that. Yeah. Like, I was, I was looking at the news recently, and there was a... Um, there was a haul of like fentanyl mm. uh, from Mexico that was like somewhere in like Arizona. The the FDA found it, and it had been. I mean, they're so goddamn creative. The fentanyl had been like molded into something that looked exactly like wood, like a wood pallet, and so it was just like a truck full of wood pallets. But they were literally made out of fentanyl, and somehow you like heat it up and then boil it down and extract Whoa. the parts that like are plastic or whatever, and then you have just fentanyl. I've seen this before with paint. Um, yeah, I watched this show called To Catch a Smuggler. Yeah, highly yeah, recommend. I know, it. I know it. And this was on the Mexico border. Some guy uh, with a like a semi truck um, had a bunch of paint barrels. Yeah. in the back of his truck. Uh huh. And. It looked like paint. Like it looked, it was like paint. just like paint. Yeah, right? uh-huh. and apparently it was liquid, like liquid fentanyl. Can, I mean, so fentanyl is crazy. so fucking powerful. By the way, that an entire paint can of it could like kill like a thousand people, something like that. Do you realize how small of an amount of fentanyl you need to like completely pass out? Well, I've heard of those stories of cops like busting up. I don't know a drug situation yeah and they like get a whiff of it and they like faint fall over yeah Yeah, exactly yeah no seriously that's how strong the shit is it's also like um i mean that's why they import it that's why they've started using because actually producing real heroin uh got to be too expensive and so they realized that they could just add like a drop of fentanyl into a batch of heroin and it would make it so fucking strong that it would like I mean, you'd get addicted to another level. Even if you were already a heroin addict, a drop of fentanyl in your batch would make it so fucking strong that then then they would just ditch heroin and go straight to the new shit. Shit. I've been, I've been speaking with people who do drugs recently. <laughs> Some of my coworkers. Um, and they're like, dude, you can't even get... Like, you have to be so fucking careful... Um, whatever drug you do, like they're putting fentanyl in fucking everything. I've heard that about Coke. Like I knew, in I cocaine. knew someone who knew someone yeah. who recently died of a drug overdose in Montauk, uh, doing cocaine, right. but it had fentanyl in it. Cocaine is supposed to be a drug you can trust. Am I, I right? No, it's supposed to be just a good time. <laughs> just a little recreation. A couple cups of coffee, a couple great business ideas. 
Fucking cocaine. I mean, it's easy. What is going to happen to the business economy, to the startup economy? What is going to happen yeah, exactly. to entrepreneurship exactly. What's in this country to Silicon Valley? if we can't trust cocaine? <laughs> it's a great fucking point. Wall Street and Silicon Valley are going to absolutely crash and burn if we start getting fentanyl in the coke. I'm I not mean, looking forward no to that. that's no good at all. No. Man, my brother uh, just started a residency in Philadelphia, too, and they have this neighborhood called Kensington. Which is like under the tracks, like under the septa train. And it's literally just for miles and miles and miles. I mean, we shit on Florida, but the whole country is up in flames right yeah. now, you know? Fucking my, this one stretch of this road in Philadelphia is like, it goes on for like two and a half miles. And it's literally every sidewalk panel has a, another like zombified, like fented out, fucked up addict on it. It's mm. crazy. People just like bent over, like standing in the middle of the street. Like, I mean, like human I was gonna furniture. S- well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> human furniture. I was going to say like 28 days later, but it's actually not like that at all because they ran really fucking fast. And 28 <laughs> days later, these guys can't run at all. I mean, like if you had a strong gust of wind, they'd fall over. But it's like it's a fucking nightmare because they're they were these were like people who had like back problems. You know what I mean? And then developed a pill situation and then ran out of money for the pills and then now they're fucking living on the street in kensington because they can't fucking move you know Mm. the only thing they can do all day long is try and get more fentanyl i mean it's nuts guys i'm just shaking my head i don't even have anything to say like i you're being a bummer (laughs) (laughs) i'm not being a bummer fentanyl's the bummer I'm just commenting on what I see, baby. I mean, it sounds like it might be really good, though. Don't you think? It does. Maybe yeah. we should try fentanyl. Something on the, that you're on willing air. to to throw your whole life away for. I mean, it's got to be like the it's best be the thing best ever. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You go from like a middle class guy who has a job driving a truck uh, to somebody living in a fucking tent for the stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? So good. it's got to be the mm. best, mm. don't you think? I do. I I've heard it said that heroin is like the best feeling on the planet. Like the first time you ever do heroin, it's like it erases all the other pleasures you've ever had in your life. <laughs> and now the only, it's the best thing that ever happens. Moral of the story is beware of anything that pleasurable. Beware of anything good. That's Definitely. the moral of the story. If Definitely. something's too good, be very suspicious. Exactly. Yes. Life is not supposed to feel that good. I've been thinking that about, um, like I see a bunch of other parents, like when we go to the doctor's office, right? And they have like iPads in front of their kids' faces. And you can see how like completely fucking entranced enraptured like it's the only thing that gets a baby to shut up is an ipad right but it's doing the same thing to your goddamn infant brain as fentanyl is doing to those guys in kensington it's just wiping the hard drive completely (laughs) it's just completely erasing their brain so that like looking at a tree will just be the most mundane banal like a flower fuck off who gives a fuck you know what i mean zion national park Go kill yourself. I want more cocoa melon. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, th- I, that's where we're at. I don't know. We're just, this is a cultural commentary podcast. So we're doing <laughs> cultural commentary this episode. Um, so I heard that you had pulled up an article about Ron DeSantis. Yes. Said something interesting relating to black folks recently. Is that he so? sure did. Um, he's just <laughs> going around 
He's going around saying that slavery benefited black people, actually. Oh, oh it did. Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Is this, so, he's currently running for president. Am I, I'm not incorrect about this? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm remembering that correctly. Potential Republican nominee for the presidency of the United States, Ron DeSantis, is saying that black people benefited from slavery. Yeah. I think that's a winning strategy. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I'm going to read He'll you this. He'll get Kanye West to vote for him, probably. Oh, yeah. Kanye said that fucked up thing about slavery. Yeah, he did. He said, like, uh, I, I remember. He basically 200 like, years? That sounds like a choice to me. Oh, dude. Ooh, that's so fucked yeah. up, dude. <laughs> dude. He forgot all the, like, chains and whips and shit, I think. <laughs> you know who the, didn't like, forget the chains and, and whips? And torture. Who? Lisa Ann Sloan, so. Oh, that's right. That's right. She's trying to make the chains and whips for fun, though, right? Yeah, maybe they should get together and have, like, sort of a hive mind, though. I like was a mastermind right. Wait, okay, so back to Lisa Ann Sloan. Just quick sidebar. She was a dominatrix, right? She was dressed all sexy? Or did she just have a, a triton <laughs> and a fucking whip? No, she was dressed with, like, the thigh high boots and okay, the leather cool. and okay, like cool, 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 she cool. had like a zelda nice. hat on okay i'll take it oh yeah yeah great okay okay anyway. so i'm gonna read you this article from the washington post yeah um it says desantis doubles down on claim that some blacks benefited from slavery gop mm -hmm. presidential candidate draws renewed criticism after suggesting slavery helped african-americans develop skills such as being a blacksmith <laughs> He just said that because it had the word black, black in, in it. it. Yeah, he couldn't think of anything. He's like, uh, uh, blacksmith. There's Florida. no fucking way this guy's going to win the presidency. No, I, first of all, he doesn't have any charisma. No, He's none. a loser. Not, none whatsoever. He's short. <laughs> he's short, exactly. He's just wrong about shit. Yeah. He just, he's such a fucking dweeb. I just, ugh. Yep. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is intensifying his efforts to de-emphasize racism in his state's public school curriculum by arguing that some black people benefited from being enslaved and <sighs> defending his state's new African-American history standards that civil rights leaders and scholars say misrepresents centuries of U.S. reality. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you think. Here's, I just feel like this is the weirdest battle to fight. It's it not controversial. Slavery's no. bad. Like that, that's just a baseline idea that, we all have. Slavers... No one should fight over that. It was the worst thing to ever happen in America. Having a slave is bad. It's... Throughout it's, history. It's bad. It's not it's great, not guys. It's not good. Well, so actually... why do we have to... Why is this a point of discussion? Throughout history... It seems very simple. People have basically agreed to have slaves. Well, no, they have agreed. Until it's very recently. Them. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. Like, the th Romans and the Greeks... They wouldn't want to be a slave... They wouldn't want to be slaves. That's right, how you know. Exactly. It's and bad. it was only just basically in the modern era that we all decided we should treat people how we want to be treated <laughs> instead of how we feel that they deserve to be treated, <laughs> which is uh, as uh, servants to do stuff for you. You know what I mean? Like, that's you could, it's a very like primitive, like, kind of idea, right? It's like you can, you can sit, look at, go to the zoo and see how the gorillas organize themselves. You can see how, like, that echoes of that in the human brain have gone on since the beginning of time. Oh no, I'm able to bonk you on the head with a stick and harder just get than you, you to can. Do stuff for so me. So you have to do stuff for me now because I'm in charge of you because I'm bigger than you, basically. Yeah. And that idea persisted for all of human history until basically about the French Revolution, um, when 
the landowners all decided that they should get treated. They should treat one another how they wanted to be treated. And then sort of like told everybody else that that was how it worked. Justice right? for Marie Antoinette. That's all I have to say. Justice for Marie Antoinette. She was maligned. She was very misunderstood. But anyway, through the modern perspective, we can all fucking agree that slavery was the worst thing you could possibly do. And it was the worst thing ever perpetrated by the American. Oh, well, we killed all the Native, Native Americans, Americans too. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We mm. killed those guys. Yeah. <sighs> don't speak yeah. too fast. Well, at least when you get fucking shot in the face, uh, then you don't have to spend 60 years laboring for some like gay southern guy with a lemonade <laughs> on the rocking chair on the porch. You know what I mean? I do declare. You at least just get liberated from existence. <laughs> you know, it I might be it. worse to fucking, you know, get collected and like put in chains and like whipped and shit. That, that might be worse than getting just killed immediately well but desantis has something else to say what else does he, he have says to say? they're probably going to show that some of the folks that eventually parlayed you know being a blacksmith into doing things later in life what later in life what are you talking about <laughs> in life, unless like- <laughs> they lived through the civil war later in life they were still slaves ron <gasps> They were still, they were slaves their whole life long. They weren't allowed to get free. Only like a teeny, tiny, tiny little amount were allowed to get free. Like yeah. they, you could buy your freedom, right? He's you acting like slavery was like a trade school. Yeah, he is. He's acting like slavery was like college. Coding boot camp or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Like an apprenticeship. Eesh. No, Ron. No. Later in life, you were still a fucking blacksmith. Only your hands were all arthritic and you couldn't fucking hold the hammer anymore. And so they just took you out and shot you. I mean, I mean, that's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. And this guy wants to be the president of the United States. I I understand now why certain liberals go like this guy would be worse than Trump. Because, again, Trump doesn't fucking believe in anything. Trump just said, I love taco bowls. I love Mexicans. Remember? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He said it. He's on the record. He said he loves Mexicans. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I don't think, has ever said that he loves Mexicans (laughs) on the record. Didn't Donald Trump also say, like, I love the blacks? Or, no, he said, like, the blacks love me. Look at my (laughs) African-American. There's my African-American. They love me, folks. The blacks, they love me. They can't get enough. (laughs) Well, that's his whole thing. It's like, that's why, like, as the president, he's neither here nor there. He doesn't accomplish anything one way or the other. He makes everybody look like the fucking idiots that they are already. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah. um, he did the kids in cages. But so, by the way, jo- uh, Joseph Robinette has not ended that whole thing. It's still going on. Yeah. This migrant crisis of, sh- you know, uh, busing fucking people from Central America all over the country and like making them live in tents and not have like any place to go or be able to work or do anything or emigrate uh, le- or immigrate legally. Um, that's also happening under a Democratic president. So, I mean. The thing that Trump does that I really love is when he's in office, it's all about him and he just does whatever he wants. <laughs> I know. I know. Which is like, it's great because then you can, he pulls back the mask and you can see the gears turning and you can see that everybody's fucking doing that. And if they say they're not, then they're fucking lying to you. As if Joe Biden is some like great, like, you know, humanitarian like a uh, f- uh, fucking philosopher king he's not he's a politician just like the rest of them trump is refreshing to people and P- you should listen to this by the way because i think he's gonna fucking win the presidency again as much as that pains me to say i don't like him 
Um, but he, when he's in office, um, he exposes the fallacy of all this stuff, and that's why people are interested in him. That's why they think he's the guy that's in there to like save all the children from the evil vampires, right? Yeah. Because they think the evil vampires are evil vampires because what are they? They're just regular politicians. And what's a regular politician's job? To fucking lie to you and to steal from you and to serve their own interests and to use power in service of themselves. You know what I mean? They may not all be cynical bastards doing that on purpose, but they all wind up cynical bastards doing it either on purpose or not. And that's why Trump, like, has such a following with these people who get on Facebook for five years and then start thinking that, like, there's clones and, like, lasers <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? In the middle of all of this, there's a kernel of something that's worth paying attention to, which is that we need to massively fix everything. Um, and nobody's helping. Facebook to the boomers. It's like the boomers version of Coco Melon. Like absolutely yes. erase yes. their hard drive. That's what I'm saying. Twitter and Facebook to people over the age of 50 is the same thing as Coco Melon is to people under the age of five. It's just fucking light. It's and too much for them to handle. Pure dopamine. They can't fucking take. They weren't it. built for that. Yes, exactly. Um, and you you know that that's true because look what happens when you take it away from them. Like they fucking when. People started getting banned off of Twitter for like being QAnon. They like went berserk and they created like eight different new Twitters to go to. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the one that Trump was on? Truth Social. Do you remember that? Yeah, show? I do. Did you know that fucking uh, Elon Musk is turning Twitter into a company just called X? Yeah, I cannot wait to see what happens with that. I'm very intrigued. X. Yeah. Just X. It's it's it's. it's and he wants it to be. He wants it to be not just Twitter, but also like. Also, your credit card. It's like a payment yeah. platform. This too. this makes me start to believe in like the mark of the beast and shit. <laughs> exactly. This is going to have me you going down that road. You see why people believe yes. in this QAnon crap. It's yes. because like that's so demonic. It's you want to so consolidate demonic. everything in my entire life, my whole existence into a fucking app on a smartphone called X. The most demonic thing that I can think of and all these companies do it mm -hmm. is force you to rent things. Like yeah, the idea well, of like renting furniture or like renting subscribing the subscription like renting model. renting your Uber, like renting a yep. car yep. to drive Uber, you're renting it from Uber to drive. Like, uh, Wait, crazy. explain that to the listeners that may not know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, like both, I think Lyft has it too, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. They offer would be drivers an opportunity to rent a car from them. So you're paying a company to, like, you, in order to make money from the company, you are paying them rent on a piece of equipment, right? Yes. So, like, you you are sinking money in before you ever get paid anything. Yeah. And yeah. it's just... It's Satanic. the same thing, you know, what they used to call this shit was a company town, right? Right. The company may, used to make you come live in the company town, pay buy rent the on the company store. house, yeah, buy from yeah. the company store, et cetera, et cetera. This is the new version of that. And by the way, oh. Silicon Valley would be absolutely fucking bankrupt. There would be no Silicon Valley without the subscription model. Or like Zillow, mm -hmm. um, Zillow yeah. is doing home loans now. Yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Yes. 
It's crazy. Yeah, you can be loaned money by the company that you're buying the house from. Guys, don't do this. <laughs> this is crazy. Don't let this happen. I mean, and you can also see why, like, I mean, think about it. This is what, like, in the Bible, Jesus started, like, flipping over tables and, <laughs> yeah, like, chasing people shit. around with whips and a triton. Oh, Maybe that's the kind of shit that Lisa was on. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, it's just, like, everything is becoming rented and uh, on a subscription model now. It's true. I mean, on that token, mm-hmm. insurance is sort of an, a subscription model. Right, yeah. You pay, you pay... Uh, you're basically paying for something that you hope never happens. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you, uh, somebody has come to you with an idea <laughs> yeah. of something that may happen one day. And then you go, oh, that sounds like a bad idea. That sounds like a crazy idea. And <sighs> then you pay like $100 a month um, in, case in case that, that idea happens. ever comes true. <laughs> and then if it does ever come true, the company goes like, well, actually, because it happened in this way and not the way that we said, then you actually... Can't you have to pay for this yourself? Unfortunately, so bad. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. especially think about like health insurance. Like health insurance is the idea. Like, oh man, what if I get like cancer one day? You know what I'm saying? But like, if you have the wrong pre-existing conditions, then your fucking cancer isn't covered under the health insurance. Or what about maybe off-topic? But mm-hmm. what about Amazon having their own brand of products now? Like. You remember? Okay, right. First right, of all, do you exactly. remember when Amazon was a bookseller? Of course, it, <laughs> you just, I, of course you it is. You just yeah. bought books. You yeah. just bought uh-huh. that was for uh-huh. books. Um, and then, like you know, they started selling everything. Yeah. But like now, they sell their own stuff, and I'm sure that that stuff comes right to the foreground in the algorithms. They have charged that you know they're in charge of their own algorithm. Yeah. And they can price cut everybody because it's their private label brand. Yep. It's just wild. It is crazy. It's apocalyptic. I mean. It feels apocalyptic. Again, we're going back to the the uh, the QAnon conspiracy, right? Like, the whole idea of that was like the storm is coming. Like, it was this whole Judgment Day fantasy. You can see the kernel of truth in the middle of all that stuff, right? Yeah. Look around. Everybody's so fucking alienated, and like the wildfires in Canada are making the sky turn red, and like all the corals turning white because this ocean is boiling. And the fucking you know, <laughs> the fu- it's been 115 degrees for like four weeks in a row now in Arizona or something like that. You know, every everything's burning, and fucking California is gonna. There's an earthquake that's bound to happen anytime now. California is on fire. Fucking, oh, did you see Sicily is on fire in oh. Italy? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's Greece is also on fire. Um, the world's largest nuclear armament is in an open engagement in a country that's right next to NATO. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, things are kind of fucking precarious right now. And you can understand why somebody might go like might need to get on Facebook and invent uh, why Donald Trump is actually God's chosen child and is going to come save us from everything. Mm. You know, because they have to it has to be Donald Trump, too, because he doesn't mean anything. He's literally a blank slate. The only thing that he cares about is himself. So you can project whatever you want onto that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but all this is to say, I don't think DeSantis has a chance after this stuff. Nah, it's this bad. This blacksmith quote. It's not going to play even to his, to his like, base. It's not. Seriously. It's I not mean, even, like. It's a little fucking much. It's a little much, bro. Even for your fans. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I understand that his entire premise is, like, being a, an anti-woke. It's like a reaction to a reaction, right? 
So I understand that he's philosophically standing on shaky grounds to even begin with. But like, once you start tossing shit like this out, it's like, dude, I mean, it's a bridge too far. You can't fucking come back from something like this. He's also lost a bunch of money and he's refinancing his, his campaign. Yeah, he fired a bunch of people or something. Yeah, he did. I mean, because he can't afford to keep them anymore yeah. because, you know, he's not making any money off of donations. Uh, because nobody wants him to be the president. Thank you, Florida. For both Ron DeSantis and Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Seriously. And Jeffrey Epstein. And, uh-huh. no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Did you know that Ron DeSantis was in a car accident this morning? No. It looks like everything, everybody's fine. But it literally was like him and another member of his own motorcade like crashed into one another in Tennessee this morning. Oh, how <laughs> Which awkward. is just like a complete, like, isn't that just the symbol? That's the metaphor for the whole thing, isn't it? Uh, He's just, he just could he crashed into his own fucking car in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Lovely town, actually. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, I find it charming. <laughs> we gotta go there <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you for listening to the Florida Woman Podcast. If you're interested in our deep dives, we just had an episode on Terry Schiavo that came out. That was a really fucking fun, interesting episode. And uh, not too long before that, we put out an episode on Jerry Falwell Jr. and his uh, And his slut wife, Becky. (laughs) Yeah, and his fucking promiscuous wife, Becky, and their rise and fall at the hands of a young pool boy who she couldn't stop fucking. (laughs) Um, and there's plenty more to come. All of our deep dives are going to be on our Patreon from now on. And um, it's only $3 a month to sign up. Or $5 if you want access to all the other cool shit. And by the way, there's merch that's going to be dropping soon. Um, and you are only able to access that if you have a Patreon subscription. As always, you can find us on patreon.com slash Pod. Or any of your other streaming platforms for our regular episodes. Instagram at floridawoman.pod. And uh, please DM us with cool, interesting stuff to say. We love hearing from you. And um, by the way, having this baby has been causing us to post a little less frequently than we'd like to. But we have a schedule. We're getting back on it. And we're going to be posting. um, We're going to be keeping the content churning. Absolutely churning out for you guys. Uh, Because we love you, and we love doing this. And so, on that note, see you later. Smooches. Mm -hmm.